listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode was originally broadcasted on January 5th, 1947, and it's called The Werewolf of Hamilton Mansion. power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Werewolf of Hamilton Mansion. And I was saying to Mr. Hamilton only the other day... Oh, wait a wait. minute, Scotty. Hi, Jones. What is it? Look. Huh? Small spots in the snow. Dark red spots. Blood. There's a trail of it leads right to them bushes there. Let's have a look. Aye. Oh, the poor, poor thing. Mm. Dead, all right. Aye, Jonas, that it is. Dead as them other two dogs we found last week. The thing that's responsible is the thing we've heard howling away in the night. The wolf. Wolf. <laughs> wolf. I, I wish it was a wolf. What are you trying to say, Scotty? I know more about these things than you do, Jonas. I've heard about them in the old country. Wolves that howl at night. Killing like this one is doing. They're werewolves. That's what they are. Werewolves. You mean like a man that's supposed to change himself into the shape of a wolf? Ah, the next time the werewolf strikes... It'll be a human being. Lamont, really, darling, sometimes I think there should be a limit to the bounds of friendship. Ah, <laughs> oh, Margot, don't be angry. Scotty's a very good friend of mine. I've known him for years. What a fantastic story about a werewolf and you rushing out, leaving a perfectly delightful party. 
And a nice, warm, blazing fire. Now, don't tell me you're cold in that fur coat of yours, darling. By the way, it's very becoming. Never mind the soft soap. My feet are like ice. What in heaven's name are we stopping for, Lamar? <laughs> you won't believe me when I tell you. What's so funny? We've run out of gas. Out of... Lamont, if this is your idea of a joke... No, darling, I'm serious. All right, I think it's very cute, very romantic. But ten miles out of the city on a deserted side road on a cold, snowy winter night... I'm not joking, Margot. Tank is absolutely dry. It's my own fault, I suppose, rushing away just because Scott had cold. Lamont, look up ahead. Light. Well, that's lucky. I knew it was near here. That must be the Hamilton place where Scotty works. Then let's get started. I'm frozen. Sometimes I don't know why I allow you to drag me all over places like this. We're almost at the house now, darling. Look, Margot, here in the snow. The prince of an animal. But look at this. They probably have two or three dogs around the estate. These look like wolf tracks. They stop right here, Margot. Yes. When they continue, they're the footprints of a man. Scotty's story about the werewolf. Prints are going right toward that little shack there. That's ridiculous. How could Ah! you? What was that? Man screaming and coming right from that shack, too. Come on, Margot. Stay behind me, darling. I'm going in. Well, at least the lights are on. Everything seems to be in order. <gasps> what is it? Over there. Good Lord, it's Scotty. Oh, his throat. Yes. I'm afraid we're too late. Oh, how horrible. Who could have done something like this, Lamont? Who? I'm afraid that's your answer, Margo. <laughs> Front door to the Hamilton place. You'd better let me do the talking, darling. Do you think it's. Wait a minute. Someone's coming. Well? Is Mr. Hamilton in, please? Who shall I say is calling? All right, Jonas. I'll take care of this. Oh, okay, Mr. Hamilton. I'm Hamilton. What is it? My name is Cranston. This is Miss Lane. One of your employees is an old friend of mine, Scotty. He's not here. I know. We just found him in the tool shed, his throat ripped open. Scotty? Dead? There also were prints in the snow, a wolf's prints. And then they suddenly seemed to turn into what looked like the footprints of a man. Oh, no. What did you say? Oh, forgive me, both of you, my manners. Letting you stand out in the cold like that. Come in, please. Thank you. The living room is right this way. Did you say your name was Cranston? Yes, Lamont Cranston. Oh. You're an, uh, what is the word? Amateur criminologist, aren't you? I suppose that's what you could call it. I suppose you'll notify the authorities the moment you leave here, won't you? Well, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I hope we might stay here tonight. I'm afraid that would be quite impossible. Our car is stuck on the road. We ran out of gas. That is very unfortunate. There's no reason why we shouldn't stay. Is there, Mr. Hamilton? Reason? Mm -hmm. I know. Of course not. 
Only I thought after what happened, this would be the last place you would want Or is it that you don't particularly care for criminologists? My dear Mr. Cranston, my feelings about them are entirely neutral. Of course you and Miss Lane may stay. And since I shall be the host, I shall do everything I can to make your visit an interesting one. Well, you can't say that Hamilton isn't a good host. Your room's even more attractive than the one he gave me. He certainly wasn't very anxious for us to stay, though, was he? No, and I'd like to find out why. Well, I managed to get myself a rough layout of the house, and I know where Hamilton's study is. If there's any snooping to be done, Mr. Cranston, I want to be in on it. That's why I came to get you, darling. Oh. Hamilton left his study just a moment ago. Considers of them to leave the lights on, wasn't it? Probably plans on coming back here soon. Better stand by the door, Margot. Let me know if you hear anyone coming. All right, darling. Well, everything looks in order. Big walnut desk. Papers neatly arranged. Hello, what's this? Did you find something, Lamar? Look at these books, Margot. Let's see. Study of lycanthropy. What is lycanthropy? Lycanthropy is the technical term given to the study of werewolves. Werewolves? From their condition, I'd say these books have been read quite frequently. Look, he even has pages marked. Let's see, case histories of dogs attacked by werewolves. Why, Lamont, that's exactly what's been happening here. Yes. Quick, Margo, I hear someone coming. It's all right, Lamont. It's Jonas, the caretaker. Oh, good. I... Let's step out into the hall. I want to talk to him. Uh, Jonas! Where... Oh, it's you, Miss Cranston. You want to see me? Yes, Jonas. Tell me, how long have you worked for Mr. Hamilton? About ten years, I reckon. Does he live here all alone? No, his son's staying here, too. I didn't know he had a son. George is a sickly kid. He's about 25. Stays in his room, mostly. Stays in his room? Do you know why, Jonas? No. Are you sure you don't know why, Jonas? Now, look here, Mr. Cranston. Now, I like this place. Hamilton's been mighty good to me. I, I don't want to cause no trouble. You won't get into any trouble if you tell me, Jonas. But if you don't tell me, you may. Well, all I can tell you is I... I've heard George screaming in his room. Screaming? Hamilton never lets me in at that time. Keeps me downstairs. Even brings up George's nightly milk himself. That's all. Have you any idea why George screams? No, sir, no idea. Jonas? I just know when he screams. Well? Every time one of them dogs was killed by that werewolf, that's when you heard George screaming. Now, let's see now, Margo. Two, three, four. Let's sit down the hall. Yes, Jonas said George's room was the fourth door. The door's open. Quick, Margo, against the wall here. Somebody's coming out of the room. Shh. Hamilton. Seems to be carrying some clothes. Mr. Hamilton. Friend. Just a moment, Mr. Hamilton, please. What are you doing prowling around the house this time of night? I might ask you the same thing. This is my house, sir. Are those your clothes? Clothes? No. These are my son's clothes. I'm taking them to the laundry. At this time of night? Yes, at this time of night. Now, if you'll allow me Your to... son must have had quite an accident. Accident? His clothes are badly torn. So they are. And they're also stained with blood. Blood? That's not blood. It's, it's wine. 
Now, if you'll allow me, please, fast. What was that? My son, George. He must have awakened. Does he always wake up with a scream? My son is, is ill. He's sick. I'm very anxious to meet this son of yours. Stay where you are, Mr. Cranston. I won't allow you in that room. I'm afraid I'll have to go in anyway. Cranston, will you leave us alone? Will you mind your own business? Let me by, Hamilton. Stop, Cranston. For the love of heaven, don't go in that room. The room's empty. It can't be. Lamont, that open window there. Yes, that's your answer, Hamilton. George climbed out the window. Stay in your chair by the window, Hamilton. The shadow is invisible to the eyes of man. What, uh, What do you want, Shadow? Information about a werewolf. I don't know what you're talking about. No? Let me refresh your memory. Three dogs were killed right here at Hamilton Mansion, and each time the cry of the werewolf was heard. So why come to me? And after each one of those killings, your son George was heard screaming in his room. That's a lie. Tonight, a human being was killed. Again, the werewolf howled, and again, George screamed in his room. That's not true. You tried to burn some clothes tonight, which belonged to George. No. Clothes which were torn and soaked with blood. Stop it, stop it, stop it. I can't stand anymore. Well, will you tell me the truth now, Hamilton? All right, Shadow. I suppose I should have told someone about this a long time ago. It's too much for one man to bear. But I never thought that Scotty would... It's too be... late for that now, Hamilton. I want the truth. Everything you said is true, Shadow. George did scream. Every time those dogs were killed, just as he screamed tonight, I'd go to him. And I'd find him, my own son, covered with blood. What explanations did George give? He said he couldn't remember anything. He said he always awoke from a heavy sleep, saw the blood, then made him scream with fright. I tried everything. Nothing helped. Did George remember leaving his room tonight? No, no, he didn't. But it's not his fault. He can't be blamed... Why can't he be blamed, Hamilton? Nothing, Shadow, nothing. Out with it. What did you mean? There's... There's been insanity in our family. My wife died in an asylum. I'm afraid it has suddenly come over George. Do you believe that your son turns into a wolf? Such things have happened before. I have books in my room downstairs. Did you ever witness this transformation from man to wolf? No, but is it necessary... Do I need any more evidence? Why haven't you done something about George before this? Stupid family pride. 
Man doesn't like going around broadcasting insanity in his own family. Lamont! Lamont! Oh, that sounded like Miss Lane. Get away from that window, Hamilton. But Miss Lane... Hanson will take care of her. I'm going now, Hamilton, to find your werewolf. I want you to stay here in your room where you can cause no harm. Where no harm can come to you. Margo, what is it? I thought you'd never come, darling. It's Jonas. Somebody tied him up here outside the house. Easy, Jonas. I'll have that gag loose in a minute. There. Oh, oh much obliged, Mr. Cram. I'll have the rest of the ropes in a second. Who did this to you, Jonas? I can't rightly say, Miss Lane. And I was going back to my shack and I seen somebody leaping out a window up there. When I came to, here I was. Tied up like a Christmas package. Well, didn't you see who attacked you? All I can tell you is I saw him running up the old abandoned mine. That's all I know. Where is this mine? Straight up there where I'm pointing. It's been abandoned eight years now. Lamont. Yes, I hear it. That was the wolf. It's coming straight from the mine. Suppose you take us up there, Jonas. Me go up there? To the werewolf? Not, not me, Mr. Crenshaw. Jonas, we must have your help, Jonas. But... All right, Mr. Crenton. Let's go. Now, this here is the entrance to the mine, Mr. Crenton. I wish the moon would come out from behind those clouds. The blackest pit. You got the flashlight I gave you, Jonas? Yeah, I got it right here. And this is the only entrance to the mine? Uh, landslide closed up all the others. The whole place is full of passageways inside, though. That's what I figured. Jonas, suppose you investigate the one off to the left in here. Miss Lane and I will try the one over there to the right. You mean you want me to go in there by myself? Remember, you're doing it for Scotty, Jonas. Oh, I guess you're right, Miss Lane. I'll go. You come across anything, just shout. Don't worry, I will. Well, all set, darling? Uh, I guess so. What's the matter, darling? Well, frankly, I... I guess I'm just scared. Walls are damp and mossy. Every time I touch them, I can feel spider webs getting to creep. Careful where you step, Margot. Awful lot of loose rocks underfoot. How far does this tunnel extend? No idea. Can't be too far, I suppose. Still scared, darling? Well, a little, I guess. Now pull yourself together. There's nothing yet. What was that? I don't know. It seems to come from around this bend here. I'll know in a moment. Oh, Lamont, look. Get behind me, Margaret. Somebody's crops there in the corner. What? What do you want? Must be George. Oh, get out of here. Leave me alone. Get out of here, I'll kill you. Stay back, Margaret. We may be violent. All right, Lamont. George. Get out of here. George. Leave me alone. I'm sorry I had to do that. Who are you? My name is Cranston. I'm visiting your house. I know the whole story, George. I... I guess it's all over now, isn't it? What's all over? Well, you said you knew the whole story. You know that I'm the werewolf. Why are you so sure it's you, George? Oh, it must be. I kill in my sleep. I, I wake up with blood all over me. It's horrible. Horrible. Why did you leave your room and come to this mine? Oh, when I saw the blood again and heard about Scotty, I, I just couldn't face anybody. Don't you see? Nothing helps me anymore. Send me away, Mr. Cranston, before I kill anymore. Easy, George, easy. Now, tell me, why did you attack Jonas and tie him up? Attack Jonas? I didn't attack Jonas. George. 
Are you telling me the truth? Why, I swear it, Mr. Cranston. Now listen to me very carefully. When you woke and discovered the blood, did you have a strange taste in your mouth? Think hard, George. Everything depends on it. Come to think of it, yes. Yes, I, I remember a funny taste after every killing. And you had this taste only after a killing? Yes, but what... That is the explanation. George, you've been the victim of a very vicious plot. On the night of those killings, you were drugged. You mean somebody drugged me and then sneaked into my room and smeared the blood on my clothing? Exactly, and one more thing. Who always brought you that glass of milk every night? Your father? Why, no, it was Jonas. Jonas? Yes, Jonas. Did you hear that, Margot? Margot? Margot! Lord, Margot's disappeared. Knock up on you like I did, Miss Lane, while Cranston was listening to George yapping away. Hope my hand across your mouth didn't hurt too much. What, what was that? Yeah. I'll flash my light over that way and you can see for yourself. A wolf! Yeah, a wolf. Not a werewolf, Miss Lane, just a wolf. Keep him chained up all the time. He's just about the only friend I got. Then you're the one. Yeah. My wolf here killed those dogs. I killed Scotty myself. He insisted on bringing you and Cranston up here. John, you're not going to let the wolf live. Yes, Miss Lane, when Cranston comes here, he'll find you dead. I'll tie myself up again like I did at the house. Easy, boy, easy. I'll have this catch loose here in a minute. Jonas, listen. I'll have clear sailing with you and Cranston gone. Hamilton will send George to an asylum. Yeah. That's enough to break the old man's heart. Jonas, don't let that wolf loose. Now, that catch is stuck here. Who's got hold of me? This is the shadow, Jonas. <laughs> Where are you? Here beside you, Jonas, but you'll never see me. Okay. You're invisible, but without this flashlight, you can't see me neither. Ah. Now we're even, Shadow. You can't get away with this, Jonas. Well, we'll see about this. You may be invisible, but my pet here can smell you. Now, uh, now he's loose. Now go get him, boy. Go get him both. Stop him, Jonas. Stop him, I said. Who, who turned on that light? Where'd that flashlight come from? You forgot about me, didn't you? Turn that light off. Turn it off. The wolf's coming for me. Turn off the light, George. Why didn't you let the wolf kill him, Shadow? He deserved to die. He will, George. The law will see that Jonas dies in the electric chair. Well, aren't you glad we're on our way back to the city at last, Doc? Oh, I certainly am, Lamont. Hmm. So Jonas was behind all this, just for revenge. Yes, apparently he bore some insane grudge against Hamilton. I guess his mind snapped planning his revenge all these years. Mm. But darling, mm? there's still one thing that puzzles me. Those prints we saw in the snow, changing from a wolf into those of a man. Well, Margaret, you see, there was soft snow under the foot where the wolf was. Mm -hmm. but where Jonas was walking, there was a stretch of hard ice that had been cleared by the wind of all the snow. Mm -hmm. Naturally, the light steps of the wolf didn't leave any marks on the ice. But Jonas, it did. Right. 
And we thought the wolf prints had changed into those of a man. Well, that's the way it is with all superstitions, Margot. No matter what they are, once you hold them up to the light of logic, they vanish into the air. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. It really doesn't seem to pay to be Lamont's friend. Most of his friends seem to die in the process, with the exception of Margot. She just seems to get captured. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.